Operator, get my babies on the line. Because just the other week, we told a terrible lie. We admit that we, we was out of control. But we still love you shits with our body and soul. When your life is overbooked, you promise things you should not say. We never meant to treat our babies that way. We apologize. Believe me, we do. Oh, believe me, we do. We apologize. Honest and true. Oh, honest and true. Because we know we was wrong. So we'll publish an episode. And I'm trying to get through. And we want to make it up to you. We apologize. From the book of Anita Baker, that was I Apologize. That's Reverse Row. I am Rob E. Bob, cousin to Sponge. And on this episode, we're discussing <laughs> WWE running out of A9 Unleaded, WWE WrestleMania pool party, not SmackDown, but Smack Up, and Cash Shit. Because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. And it's been a minute since you've heard the vocal stylings of this here tag team. But we're mm. back, bitches. Like Edge, when he came back, roided out of his mind. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> We are back, and we're going to begin this episode with me taking off my headphones so that Reverse Row can speak to the public directly. He's got a message for you, and I'm going to let him give it to you in in secret because it's about NXT, which I've yet to watch. So I'm now disrobing my ears, and he'll alert me as to when I'm allowed to speak to you. This won't take long. It'll be about 10 seconds. Um, yes, now that Robert is fully gone, I, I really only have one thing, two things to say about NXT. The ladies opened that show and smashed it. And then we got to the end and all the fuck I got to say is, hit Rob. And I'm going to bring Robert back. As, as he sings. Okay, so I can I can I'm just welcome back yes. into the room. Yes, I was welcome back into my own in the room. <laughs> welcome back onto my own podcast. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> step into the light, Caroline. So now I got to skip over that whenever I'm editing because I can't hear what was said. Oh, until I forgot about well, that. No, wow. I guess between well, no, between now and then, I think I'll I'll probably put on a little NXT tonight on my mm. way to bed. Uh, I've been so swamped, so booked. Haven't had time for anything. Booked and busy. And as you told the people, I was um, on a mission abroad last week. And I was. Um, we apologize. Um, mm, yeah, a but mission, I was, I was a missionary of sorts. <laughs> a missionary <laughs> of sorts. Well, you know, I do have a ministry. Um, oh, yes, of darkness. Yes, we know. <laughs> I have a ministry of, of faithfuls. And mm. I, had to, I had to see them. Yes. And break bread. And make bread. Uh, You know what? You know what? You know what? (laughs) So wrestling stuff. What's been going on since we've been since we've been you know MIA on hiatus? We were in abeyance as we were. (laughs) We have been in abeyance. Um, so much legend abeyance. We uh, a hell in a cell happened, right? Mm Hmm. Um, and, uh, a lot of, n- not a bad pay-per-view, um, 
definitely like a little bit more of a deliverable in terms of entertainment value than some things have been. But, um, and we've said this, and you know, this is what's funny for me. Um, I'd rather get rid of Hell in the Cell or like scale back on Hell in the Cell usage as opposed to Money in the Bank. I know that Money in the Bank rail is jumping out of the window, guys. Shut up, I'm already back. <laughs> he, jumped, he jumped out the window, guys. Anyways, um, I would rather get rid of Hell in the Cell than Money in the Bank because they're not doing in a lot with Hell in the Cell. Now, I'll, now, with that being said, pause for a second. When my girl, Bianca Belairs, decided she wanted to open the ladder, and and I, I thought they're not gonna like the spot's not gonna happen. Like they're this, the spot's not gonna happen at all. Like the, like they're just gonna close the ladder, she's gonna get down. She KO'd mama on an open ladder. <laughs> I was in here like, dear Jesus, in all the like, ma'am, ma'am, ouch. To, uh, to be honest, at that point, if I was Bailey, I would have packed my things and that would have been there for a while for me. I would have gone on. Rolled off into the sunset with uh, anti-vax, anti-mask Sasha, and oh, <laughs> we would have just went and coughed, and coughed on everybody we could have, and like had a summer of that, just frolicked abroad, and that would have been that. But like, there was some brutality in that cage. Bobby and um, and Drew went to work, but with that being said, most of it didn't involve the cage. A lot of it really, like, really didn't involve, but like the 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 spectacle. That was formerly Hell, Hell in a Cell. These could have just been no DQ matches. This could have been Extreme Rules, and we could have got a lot of the same action that we would that we got in Hell in a Cell. And then with some of the pins being like roll ups or like luck of the draw type pins that night, like even um, Edge and Cesaro weren't in a uh, cage. And I get that that, that kind of helped their their story, um, you know, with it being a fluke win kind of a thing. But like. It was a few too many roll-ups that night. It was a, it was a little, you know, I, I needed a little bit more brutality for this to be held in the cell. With that being said, not a bad pay-per-view, um, but nothing to write home about, you know, nothing markedly different about it either. Well, the two things that I took away from the two cell matches is, one, exactly what you just said. These didn't have to be cell matches. Um, they did not incorporate the cage much at all. It It just felt like they were in a cage, and just fighting, like, like having a no DQ match in a cage. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 there was no need for these to be held in the cell matches. And also what annoyed the hell out of me is the damn roll-up finish in Bobby and Drew. Like, they beat mm-hmm. the shit out of each other. You had this great back and forth, and you win a cell match with a damn roll-up. That, the table spot was it. That table spot <laughs> when, he, when he put Drew on the, through the table outside the ring. That needed to have been it when he came back in. Um, and yeah, you're like, you were correct, even some podcast episodes before. Like, Hell in a Cell is a write off feud, like, to write off a feud. And so, none of these feuds had the grease to be in a cell to begin with. I truly believe that Bianca and Bailey was a last minute, we don't have anything else in a cell, throw them in the cell kind of a thing. Um, and it felt like they had to adapt on the, on the, on the, you know, on the fly to the match that they had probably been, you know, programming into it being in a cell. I think that that was a last minute kind of addition for those two, whereas Bobby and Drew, we knew were going in it. But again, it wasn't really to completely write off the feud. And really it didn't need the cage because the stipulation should have just been played up that this is your last opportunity. 
But um, it's not because he's in Money in the Bank. So exactly, well, that's what I was getting ready to go to. So exactly, mm-hmm. but now here, and it was weird because that spot was going to be taken by a veteran because originally Orton was in that spot, AJ was in that spot, and and Drew. They're all getting another opportunity at you know getting in Money in the Bank, which is I think bullshit because a lot of the the field was clear. It was people that had either not been in Money in the Bank or had not won Money in the Bank. So I was starting to kind of be like, this looks really refreshing. Once you add Drew, because he's been in this main event title scene for the last year and some change, it kind of sucked some of the air out of it for me because he's just been so adjacent and orbiting around this title for a year and some change now. It just didn't, like, I was like, okay, we're heading to the clean the, the, the clean and clear and we've got everybody in here that's, you know, that's fresh. This is going to be different. This is going to be something new. And yeah, not so much. How um, many people are in before the last chance trip through? How many people were confirmed for Money in the Bank out of eight five? I, the Big E was confirmed. Um, Riddle was confirmed. Uh, Ricochet was confirmed. Um, it was four or five. It was four or five. That was Johnny, right? Nin- sure. Isn't Nitro in it? Uh, yes, Morrison, Nitro. John I, Nitro. <laughs> you, you took it all the way back. Right. Um, yeah. um, my point is, I do believe there are three spots open. So how the hell are we already at a last chance opportunity he, to yeah, get in? That, others haven't even had a chance to get in yet. That was weird. Yeah, we were at four. We were already we were at four before that. Um, so it's so, even worse. So Drew was number mm-hmm. five? Yeah. So that's just, we only have half the field laid out. But you're giving people last chance opportunities. Again, how the fuck do we get there when there still hasn't there's still four opportunities for people to get in? There's still <laughs> at one least of these three things, others if you're gonna do a last chance. One of these things is not like the other. You've got uh Morrison, you, you got him in there for the spots, the flips and the carrying on. You've got Big E who doesn't mind a spot, who doesn't mind, you know, something bruising. You got Ricochet more flips than flying. Um, and you've got Riddle, you know, and he doesn't mind something hard hitting and, and, and some carrying on. And it was all fresh faces. You all add people Drew, who have never been world champion. Exactly. Then you add Drew, somebody that's not a big spot guy, um, for the most part, not in this iteration of, of, of the McIntyre, who, you know, doesn't like those hard falls, can't sell an RKL to save his life. Um, it, yeah, it, it just kind of made it, it kind of went, Ugh. you know, not a huge, I mean, you know, it's still one of five. But he is one of five that is now a two-time champion. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I get that. But know. again, like it, four spots open. Last no, no, chance. Yeah, it should I not mean, have happened. That at doesn't all. make any damn sense whatsoever. Now, we <laughs> one thing I will say is we did get the greatness of Matthew Riddle. <laughs> yeah, Riddle, throughout Riddle this whole episode up. of Raw, Riddle cut the fuck up all Raw. He and I and I, I mean, like talk about a guy that. Found his stride on Maine as opposed Ooh. to NXT in, in a oh different way. Oh, my God. In a, in a, in a, yeah, in a character. Because he was a workhorse in NXT, whereas now the character is coming through on, on Maine. Killing really, it in and out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah, he's been cutting up in the ring. Because don't forget, he got his spot by beating Drew the week before. Mm-hmm. Clean. That's huge. You know, so... I. I am totally here for Matthew Riddle. That that briefcase landing on Riddle would would be would be fucking 
hilarious. With Randy at his side, like, yeah. kind of mad at him, but kind of proud, kind of yeah. want to kick his ass, but kind of want to guide him. Like, there's so much intricate story you could play there with oh, yeah. Matt Riddle being Mr. Money in the Bank. But, and however, I I can't do that because Biggie, give me Biggie and have my man come over to it, the story is very simple with money in the bank this year two two just oh, like last yeah. year it was simple. the story is very simple Ooh. with money in the bank in two ways with riddle and with bobby beating the shit out of the new day and biggie grabbing that briefcase and coming over to us saying i right, now try that shit with me well not even not even just coming i try mean like that shit with don't, me bro don't don't forget this we're cruising into july the draft is in what september october Mhm. Yeah, that's a very easy like on draft night. <laughs> on draft, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you something right fucking now. That belt going from one black champion to another <laughs> black champion. Cancel me, baby. I'm going. <laughs> I'm popping like I've never popped before. Now, now, see, listen, I. I don't think waiting to draft night for him to come, that, that's too far down the line. Because he, he's beating Xavier's ass right now. You know what I'm saying? He's beating his ass don't now. Don't disagree. Don't disagree. You're right. Okay, You're right. He, he's got Kofi um, coming yes. up and money in the bank. Now, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it going into SummerSlam with Kofi, but he has to beat Kofi's ass. Like, he has to wreck New Day. And the next night, with that briefcase, my man shows up and is like, listen, you did what you did. You overpowered my boys. But try that shit with me. I'm Mr. Money in the Bank, and I'm letting you know now you are who I'm cashing in on. So I'm, I'm on a, Raw now. I'm, I'm going to be, be... Yeah, they, they need to talk up the fact that you can cash in on who, on whoever. They yep. need to start talking, talking that up soon. But I'm going to be 100 with you. First pay-per-view in front of a crowd, he can cash in that motherfucking night. Mm. Well... I feel like somebody's going to, right? And I feel like somebody's going to, and that's the reason they moved it. I know. I, I, I've been saying it the whole time. I've been saying it since they moved it. Um, yeah. We're going to we're we're get a big return. We probably get Becky back that night. Um, so, but some some shit's going down at that. Like I, That's why I said they moved it for pure shenanigans. Um, yeah. And, and I will say this. I wouldn't mind it going to E. I wouldn't mind E dropping back only for this particular reason. I need... Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series. More importantly, I need Paul Heyman on the mic versus MVP <laughs> on the mic. Listen. Give it to me now. Puree it, pour it down my throat, preach you it for me, baby bird it back into my mouth. Whatever you need to do, I need MVP on the mic against Paul Heyman. Listen, because their MVP and Kofi cut up. That back and forth on Raw was tremendous. They like that felt like the most natural promo between two guys who don't like each other that there has been in a long, in long, a long time. time. It was time. so natural. They were just they were having a conversation, an argument back and forth, like they were alone. It it was so good. But bringing it back real quick. Yes, I totally see someone cashing in that night of Money in the Bank. I don't want it to be Big E because I feel like 
you you're sacrificing a damn good story for that one night pop when you can do that with with with, with another briefcase. The story there is too good for Biggie because you still got to build Biggie some. You still got to build him no, some. Yeah, he, no, 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 he's totally what he's they totally do. Totally yeah, I understand what they usually do with Money in the Bank people, and that's they give them the briefcase and they beat them down and have them lose every which way from Sunday right. until we they cash in. But fuck we that shit. That. Yes, Bill Biggie, have him, have him, have MVP shook because Bobby now got to be on his toes. It, it's the promo was just perfect. Kofi set it up for them. God damn it, Kofi said you got this man with his eye off the ball, taking vacations and chilling out with all these women while he's champion. He's not on the ball. Now, run that with Big E as Mr. Money in the Bank coming to the aid and to back up his boys. Man, write this goddamn story. Give it to Big E. I mean, to be honest, whether it, whether it be a cash-in immediately after, right after, whether he calls a shot and says SummerSlam, whether I, whatever the case may be, um, yeah. The black and black the, the blackity blackness of it all. <laughs> I'm into it. Give it to me. Like, wow. And what a way to then center E, you know? Um mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But see, yeah. this is also why you need a hurt business. This is also why you need a hurt business. <laughs> this would have been a great faction war. Yes. Man, yeah. this would have been ridiculous. Yeah. This would have been ridiculous right about now, because then it's yeah. more odds. It's more odds to have to combat. It's a it's a nice because um, I mean you, you, it's you hard to paint. No, you, we can, but it's hard to paint Biggie as an underdog. So like, so having that kind of does it without being obvious about it. You right. That, well, that's why. Uh, that's why I was saying he has to be the big brother coming to the defense of the smaller right. brothers, and like you, you tossing my boys around like that. Try that shit with me, <laughs> like yeah. Try but tossing also, me but, around and thinking I can't do the same to you, like right. He writes himself, but because he's a, such, because he is such a threat, there should be somebody outside of MVP in between him and Bobby, because it's so. A, it, you have the new hurt business. Who are the two you're adding? Ooh, I like to put him on the spot. You do, you do, and and you know because most because of the they have to be black, right? You know, baby, oh, you took it out of my mouth because they got they gotta mm-hmm. stay black, right? Um, right, right. Ooh, I it's, I wish Hit Row was on the roster. Shit, Ooh. <laughs> Hit Row. That's like some some fucking mercenaries, like for like, yeah. hire type shit. But if but main roster, um. Let me let me pull up. Let me pull up my phone and see who's on the roster. They done fired. They done fired every fucking. They done fired. They fired every damn body. I'm surprised we ain't got fired from cash shit. I'm surprised. <laughs> like I mean, everybody is getting motherfucking fired. So, um, I, mean, I don't. I I have no idea who it'd be. I can't. I. They have no idea because uh, you got all you got almost uh, still uh, playing yeah, in the. No, he's still serving. he's still cooking up under uh, AJ. He need to stay there. Yeah, he does need to stay there. Um, Who the fuck else do you? I mean, do you? Can we go Latin? Can we go Latin next? I've been saying Keith Lee the whole time, but we don't know where that motherfucker is. Um, Well, I have some, I have some prognostications and some speculation. Okay, okay, we can go down that road. Um, I mean, I guess you could stay of color, but okay, okay, hold on, Mm -hmm. hold on. Hold Talk on. 
One second. Let me see if there's anybody. Well, anybody else black? That's it. Never mind. <laughs> I was getting ready to say Ricochet, because that will be an, a, a refreshing heel turn. Mm-hmm. But there's nobody else on the roster. I mean, you, Cedric again? I mean... I mean, but... Do, how, Okay, you could always revisit. It's always about how you write the story. You can always revisit. You can right. always refuture somebody. But I don't see them writing a story captivating enough to make us go back down that road, especially with Cedric becoming this complete douche right now and not one that's right. like, not one that's like, oh, you know what? I see something new in you. Come on back. So if Keith Lee were ready, Keith Lee and Ricochet would be a nice power and glory kind of a formula. Come on, power and glory. It's one of my right, favorite tag teams of all time. Same, that power same. Same. And Pretty Paul Roma? Mm. Pretty so, Paul yeah. Roma. People sleep on Pretty Paul Roma. Pretty Paul Roma is my guy. I used to love Paul Same. Roma. And Same. the only reason he gets the shit is because somebody decided to make him a fucking horseman. If he was never a horseman, he would not get the shit he gets. And he would get some fucking respect. I love me some Pretty Paul Roma, goddammit. Same. Same and same. Um, but so yeah, yeah I, don't, but, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a flippity doodah and a power because then now that would put Keith Lee in the natural power position, which is something that you've had a complaint about, which I can understand with his size. Um, that mm-hmm. would create the obvious size differential, and that would highlight as well Ricochet being able to do the flippity doos. And, right. um, and yeah, and you have the natural. That, he gets tired of MVP and Bobby Lashley's shit later on down the line, and that's yeah, that's your, yeah. That's your but, but, right there but, after the title. But that's a nice mountain. Those are two nice situations for Big E to have to climb. Right? No, absolutely. So yeah, that that's that's a, that's something that will be interesting. Um, as in terms of a tag team, and that's a, I mean that's a good tag team. I mean, yeah, Ricochet. Speaking of good tag teams. Impressed. I got my life from uh I don't even know what to call them um <laughs> the uh shit uh, what do you call it? the lineage um second gen what, what do you what do you call Tamina oh. Natty and Charlie when they're together <laughs> I mean Lady Legacy let me tell you something listen the, I, I I think I put it in the chat I was like wait a minute this is one of the best booked women's tags or six you know six ta- six person tag. I've seen in a while, but I was like, this is like, it, it was a, they found a way. And when I saw the graphic for it, I, I kind of went, Hmm. And for the first time in the midst of this current era, I think that it was a smart move. And I'll tell you why they don't know what the fuck they're doing with Rhea Ripley. So some of, some of the heat that I've given her, um, as a performer, that part of it is deserved. But in terms of how she's being booked, really, it's, that's that's not her fault, of course. Um, right. But whether she's a face or a heel, we, like, we don't really know what's going that on. That was going to be my question. Who the fuck am I supposed to be cheering for, rooting for, and, in this feud between her and, and Charlotte? And not so me, I loved it. <laughs> you know, you but generally. Right. But I loved it. They balanced it out because they essentially put, you know, for the for the better part of things, Sexy Muscle Friends is kind of like, they're kind of face-leaning, um, but kind of, you know, doing this thing here recently where you're not, you're not really sure. But they put they put them with Rhea, who to me is been kind of a heel, but you're not really sure. And then you got Charlotte, who's a heel, but you kind of like her. So you know, <laughs> And then you got Natty and Samina, who are over as faces and were, but now they're paired with this heel. So I, I feel like 
they found a way to kind because of, honestly, you could have put either tag team on either side. But we just had a, a couple of weeks ago where Charlotte had an issue with Dana and kind of got mouthy with her and that she fought both girls. From, so it kind of was a good bit of like continuity and it balanced both teams out where it really kind of didn't matter who was face or who was heel. And it was about competition. It was really about not, both sides. Uh, wait, what? not their continuity coming because of the lack of continuity. Because of the that, lack that's of That's basically yeah. what you said. They, yeah. <laughs> they were continuous a, with their lack of continuity. Yeah, there's a vacuum. There's a vacuum there. So whenever you do anything remotely decent, it's gonna just gonna jump out. But I like that they kind of they found a way to balance out the fact that they haven't really delineated who's the face or heel. Yeah, or I had no idea who, who who people are supposed to be rooting for, regarding whether uh, between Rhea and Charlotte and between Sexy Muscle Friends and the tag champs. It's like they're throwing the direct, huge the at each other. The directive. Like, I, I don't know who I'm well, supposed to be rooting for like in any I, of this. The reason I'm not mad about the tag team situation is because that's something that I've asked for where something can just really be about pure. It doesn't have to always be like a dominate who or face. It's really just about which one of us is the better initially. And then once you have the match on one side loses, then you get the sort of loser moment. And then we see who the real face or heel is in this dynamic. But I like going into it where it's really just about like you stepping up we're going to be the best. The truth of the matter is there are no other tag teams, and so here we go. But exactly. That's, is, the, that's the only reason we're here. <laughs> there's there's like literally this. no other tag teams. I like this being framed, though, as a matter of just, like, straight-up competition, and it isn't, like, cattiness or because, I, we're women, because we're women, it's about this, that, and the other. I like the way that they're handling it. So it made, it made them kind of an accessory and interchangeable on either side of that equation, um, but it's weird because just like I said a couple months ago, you had Rhea teaming with uh, Naya and uh, Shayna, so like she right, was a clear right. cut heel at that. Month. So it's a it's a lot of weirdness going on. But I think they made the best out of it with that situation, only because the tag team element to it is you know kind of mutable, and you can get either either on either side. So it was cool. either way. Either way, I, I like that they they said legacy on this side. Because that was a story there. They gave it some more story. Right. And I like the way that they executed and performed in the match. Because they were doing things like they had been together for a while. Yeah, I mean, that's fine and all. The match was great. But I, I can't get with the it being just about competition aspect when it comes to wrestling. That doesn't that only works in the UFC. And most <laughs> of the time they throw on like they play up the who the crowd hates and loves to make it even better. That only works in the UFC and in like that in real quote unquote competition. You need some in movies and in the WWE, you need a clear cut face and a clear cut heel, a clear cut, good guy, bad guy in order for some, a story to work. When people don't know who to root for, it always falls flat. Now they are lucky that this is happening with no live crowd because right. the crowd would be like, "What's going on? All right, we just gonna make our own fucking decision. Either we gonna make our own decision, or we gonna sit here on our hands since you're not telling us through this story who the fuck we're supposed to be cheering for." Like, it, it's. But I will say there are inst- there are instances where there are instances where you can. I've seen it work in reverse or work initially start out that way where it's about competition. Um, but I do feel like in those instances, 
to kind of agree with you, it's with more established superstars. To I some was degree. just about to say that. Yes, so I was going to say in those instances, it's with people like Stone Cold and The Rock. Well, or, or Booker T and Benoit when it was best of seven. Like that was purely about competition and it grew from there and it became something where it was like, well, damn, who do I share for? But in a good way. Um, so sometimes I, I don't mind that. And I, however, how, however haphazardly we got here, because it is haphazard, I will say that it at least produced an enjoyable match on Monday. Um, it did. Um, it did. And I, you mentioned it in the chat and I absolutely clocked in when she did it but <laughs> my girl with this peeking around her own fucking bang <laughs> this cuz cuz she's been I love I love a side swoop right so that I love when chicks have their hair all pulled to one side laying across one shoulder right I love it and she's been it's doing that man. ever since she came back I love it and 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 that face is it she needs to leave it right so but then she's she added this bay, <laughs> and then she got the down bang. to the end of the ramp. The, the bay, bang. <laughs> and then she tilted her head ever so slightly to the left and peeked around her own fucking bang. Looking at the camera like, "Yeah, I'm that bitch." I can't. If you watch, if you watch, there was a an instance, like a millisecond, where she thought to move it. But then she said, fuck it. And she just peeked around her own bed like it was a curtain. And I said, bitch, get this lady off my screen. <laughs> like I said, recently, I don't know how, uh, this, she has it all. This Disney villain era of, 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 of mm-hmm. Charlotte is amazing because what has happened, as I said prior to, is Charlotte was a workhorse that had natural gifts and was athletic. And learn the politics as well, and she played that game as well. But what what's, what Charlotte is doing right now, dare I say, and I don't know if she would ever hear this to agree with me, but Charlotte is falling in love with wrestling, and she's becoming an entertainer. And I and I it's, it's almost like I used to argue with my friends back in the day about Beyonce on tour, and they would say, and because I, I wanted more of the tour, I wanted more theatrics, I wanted more production. They were like, oh, she's Beyonce. All she really needs is a mic and a light, any fucking ways. And I'm like, yeah. But when you're a once-in-a-lifetime situation, why not do everything you can? Because at that point, it puts you leaps and bounds ahead of the next person. That's where Charlotte is. It's like she didn't have to do this portion of things because she was already fucking gold. But deciding at your apex to then fall in love with the art of wrestling and with the, the campiness of wrestling and with the ability to come out dressed like a fucking Disney villain and people take you seriously. <laughs> like, for, for this, this new space that she's in, just all hell the fucking queen. I have... I just... Now, let me, let me tell you something right now. I'm letting mm. y'all motherfuckers know now. There are mm. times when I let y'all know that if something happens, y'all not gonna be able to take me. Y'all gonna have to block me for a few weeks and stuff. I'm gonna let you know right fucking now. The moment Charlotte Flair walks out from behind that curtain with a robe that turns into tentacles at the bottom, and she comes out as Ursula, it's over, and you're never gonna be able to take me because I am going to lose it. For those who don't know, yeah, I am an Ursula fanatic. Since I was a child, Ursula Stan. I mm-hmm. when I have when I have game nights here, when I go 
and I we drink liquor. I have a special Ursula cup that I drink from. Okay, no paper cups for me. I drink from an Ursula cup in my liquor. There are Ursula things hanging around my apartment <laughs> ever so randomly. She she is around. She's here in several she different places. I love Ursula. So when you take that and you take my favorite wrestler right now and you put that together mm. for the first time. I'm going to yeah. fucking lose it. She's gonna move up like two spots on my all-time favorite list. But let me let me that. let me fu- let me fuck you up a little bit more about that. We still get Jafar. We still get Ugh. Scar. Ugh. Like my, that, that's have, my top three right there. We, we still we, we know we still have Hades. We I mean like we still have a lot of Disney villains to even like like this girl like like this can go through the rest of the year. You know what I'd stand? I'd stand if bitch came out as Peter Pan because we know Peter Pan was villain. That that nigga crazy. <laughs> that Peter Pan, nobody's hero. <laughs> Let that heifer come out as Peter fucking Pan, and I I would throw something at the TV. Uh, I need to talk to her. I need somebody send me Charlotte's number. I'm gonna I'm tweet her. She yeah, likes what was, she, what was, she, what she, was she, Snow White's Snow White's mother? The evil stepmother, right? The evil stepmother. Oh, that's Cinderella. Or oh, y'all, excuse me, sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah, the Cinderella. You still well, fuck. You got Snow White. You got the Evil Queen right. Snow White, right? Yeah, yeah, you still got her. I mean, it's still a lot of people for her to run through. But Scar, go ahead and clock me out. I, 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 and I need and I need a temporary tattoo on her face. Well, a fucking temporary scar. <laughs> like if you want to give theatrics, uh, bitch, give theatrics. Like, a smoky eye, like a bl- yeah. almost a blacked out yeah. eye, like in a in a nasty. Oh, baby, yeah, a full blown cosplay. If you're gonna do it, do it. Like I said for Ursula, I need that robe. I need the train to just separate and turn into octopus legs. I would fucking lose it. Like it don't even have to be actual octopus legs. Just cut it to where they separate into yeah. six other legs and have the bottom of it. You know, have the 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 suction. It just. Do, do the gonna, most. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna probably tear and separate from the waist down. Kind of yeah, the, um, yeah, yeah. Jacket, that's what the, I want. The hook jacket did the the WrestleMania mm-hmm. hook jacket. That's it's probably gonna give one of those numbers from the waist down. But yeah, um, with that being said, and speaking of character and spectacle, I am currently not mad at the day to day translation of Alexa's character to the in ring. I'm not really mad right now, but I do need the bitch we saw at WrestleMania at some point. Yeah, that that demon goddess. <laughs> yeah, I need the bitch we saw at WrestleMania, and I because yeah. like that's that to me is her fiend. We like we need that, and um, and we need the fiend back too at some point in time. Yeah, yeah, no, we need that demon goddess. We we need the girls running around looking for the charmed ones for help. That that's what, <laughs> that's what we need. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, full bore on yeah. it. Because um, y'all, 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 y'all play with yeah. us at Mania. Y'all, y'all shouldn't even show us that at Mania. You shouldn't right. even. You shouldn't even see this fucking at Mania. bleeding crown. What? Like what? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, take me back. Yeah. Take me. I back. mean, that, that new thing gotta go. That new theme is fucking atrocious. It is horrible. I it didn't mind terrible. the original. It is fucking awful. I didn't mind the original twisted bliss slowed down. That was perfect. Yes, that, that was, was perfect. perfect. That was perfect. It was like, and just slowed it down. Like, it was scary as shit. Um, I don't know why mm-hmm. we had to go anywhere else with that, but okay. But um, speaking of, Nikki Cross, uh, <laughs> almost. First of all, we get this Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash. <laughs> yes. Listen, 
It was her idea, and I'm and I'm gonna yeah. say this to you, Miss Nikki Ash. You are the smartest person in the room. <laughs> she okay. she went in there and she spoke their language mm-hmm. to Vince McMahon and that creative team and said, ah, uh, let me let me say my job real quick. Why don't y'all dress me up as a superhero? I bet you they were like, you know what? That's some good <laughs> shit. She went in and spoke their fucking language, kept her job, and now she's on TV every goddamn week. So here's what I would not mind. I would like for her to go through. I would like for her. <laughs> I agree. I would like for her to go through um, costume iterations, like and update the costume. Like I want, like give me full on fucking superhero. Like let, like let's go there. Um, and then I would love a split, and for her to become her own supervillain as <laughs> like a personality split where she's like kind of how it was like Kane was coming. Like, there's a super villain coming. I'm trying to keep you guys safe and warn you guys, but she's coming, and it'd be like her. <laughs> what about the split? <laughs> I would die. <laughs> like, well, that that has to come after her and Alexa oh, yeah. get back oh, together. Yeah. The few, to few, oh, yes. yes. Because yeah. that, that's just, that. that's right, writing itself, that you got the superhero and you got this demon goddess. That They got to clash, and then she has to change. And yes, mm-hmm. do it. That that'd be beautiful. That'd be beautiful because you know yeah, she could do it. Because all yeah. all she really have to do is bring uh, sanity Nikki Cross into it and turn that up a notch. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that's really it. it. But and so it's given like you don't know which Nikki you're getting ready to get. <laughs> it's like so which Nikki is it? I'm getting tonight. Like what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, yeah, that could be fun and kind of self contained and make her a thing. Um. Yeah, I like that. I, I, don't, I, I just props to that. her because genius, genius move, hey, genius listen. play, girl, genius. The girls are <laughs> getting fired left and right. Do what you got to fucking do. She listen spoke their language, and she is featured everywhere she, now. They fired. They fired her fucking husband. Now, with that being said, being featured every week. Being given a new, a <laughs> new program, <laughs> baby Nick 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 Khan don't give a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just fired her husband. He just fired yeah. Nikki's fucking husband. Nick Khan true. don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I ain't never seen no shit like that. That that is very. I have very never true. seen any shit like that. Like when niggas is like getting fired, not getting fired. <laughs> like when like <laughs> it's, it's so much chaos. I can only imagine what's going on there internally, and then who was considered like because that they pretty much good at two hundred five. Like they just yeah. good at all the guys last year. You know, they're I feel like they're like Triple H. Like I love the legacy you build. Fuck it. <laughs> Thanks. The fuck it. Like. Uh. The majority of the know. roster we, the majority of the roster that they have left right now on main period is mostly NXT, and yet like you're you're just gonna just fuck over your farm league as Triple H is trying to build stars and people that were just on TV just like I was like man some shit right here bro like they, this- Triple H just debuted a stable centered around the cruiserweight title and you completely depleted the cruiserweight roster. Not like, and, and then you and then you let go of uh, Marina Shafir, who's the only like female MMA like adjacent to that that would have been perfect in an MMA stable. <laughs> like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let, let, I, I, I'm gonna be honest here. 
No, she's trash. I don't get. I get that. And she didn't did, did, did it really yeah. matter. Like no, it didn't matter. But here's those the thing: girls were not good at all. No, they were not good. But you're paying them in peanuts. They weren't even like what. Well, like, if you're making, if, if it's budget cuts, that girl was that costing you that much? Just saying. I, I'm. I'm just saying. If there are people that I have to, that if I'm releasing people, Marina Shafir is probably at the top of the. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I'm even, so sorry. If you, if you even noticed that she was still there, like so. exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. I'm, not, I'm, I'm going I'm, through the books like, huh? Yeah, I'm not yeah. hopping, hopping mad about that, but it's just funny I that we like, got rid of her when we called Shayna. Up. What, like, <laughs> what, what is going on? Yeah, that, that's what's good. I'm not even hopping and mad about that specifically because I really don't know much about that girl anyways. But it's just funny that like she's literally married to the guy that's the, that's the center of this stable. This stable is centered around and you know, it, it's just like, okay child. Like they literally are like, it's just no rhyme or reason and you can tell that they're not communicating with creative or the people that are running these brands because like they're making cuts of people that are literally like being put on. Well, like being well, re packaged. I do understand as a business person, we both are. Um, mm-hmm. It's about business. I I don't give a shit who you're married to. I don't. Yeah, no. If you're not, you know, contributing to the bottom line, and if you're just here taking up money, however much it may be, bye. So I, I get it. Um, yeah, I get it. <laughs> just, no, I, I, I get it as well. I also get. Like we've talked about wrestling being a different animal, um, especially with the whole carny element that they're apparently trying to purge. Um, and until it's purged, I totally get how it's going to affect morale. Like, it, it, you know, but at some point in time, they'll hit a clearing point when everybody that's there is just who's there and they go forward from that point and the people that are there don't remember X, Y, and Z. Like, they'll get to a point at some point where it, it doesn't really impact who's there anymore. But as of right now, I'm sure morale is shit um, as a part hey, I'm of I'm sure. Well, here's, here's something we have to consider, right? There's, so I'm going to talk about Joe for a second. Samoa okay. Joe. Samoa. Yes, Samoa and Joe. Glad he's back. I love Joe to death. Mm-hmm. Two two issues. Not one is like an issue on TV, and like, and one is like an outside issue. So here's one, right? I'm glad he's back, but in the capacity that he's back as a non-active, non-wrestling sort of authority figure, the problem with that is on NXT specifically, he's a non-active, non-wrestling kind of authority figure on NXT. Mm-hmm. which matters to this point. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that he is more over than anyone he's going to be interacting with. Mm-hmm. It, and sure, somewhere down the line, he may get back in the ring, but right now, mm-hmm. it's like you're doing all these face-offs like where he's standing in front of Adam Cole, and you're like, damn, I really want to see Adam Cole versus Small Joe. But no, Joe's the authority figure. It's Adam Cole versus Kyle Riley. Not shitting on that because it's amazing. He's he's facing off with uh, Peter Dune. Damn, I really want to see Peter Dune in a uh, Samoa. Uh, no, no, that's not happening. He's the authority figure. You know, he he's facing off with Karrion Cross, and it looks great. And I'm sure Joe can carry him to something crazy. And it's like, damn, that's the title match I really want. Uh, no, it's 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 Karrion Cross and Johnny Gargan. That's the problem. <laughs> With Isn't having it? someone like Joe as an authority figure and mm-hmm. in NXT. 
I mean, it, I, I feel like he's eventually getting back in the ring, so it's it's a matter yeah, of time. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but right now, that's that's the issue. Now, the other issue I have is, damn, like, imagine being everybody else, and it's like, damn, well, Triple H didn't give a fuck about me like that? He's just all he cared about was Joe? Like, he really wanted Joe back? Well, what about me? He, like, I didn't do a lot of- I'm sorry, it's not me. But it's like it, it has to send that impression. Like he was pissed. Reports that he was pissed that Joe got let go. He's like, no, I have to have Joe. We got to get Joe back. I need Joe here. I want Joe. I'm sure there's others. It's like, yo, bro, what about me? Like, you know, I fucked with you in NXT. I was great down there. What about me, bro? Like, just Joe? Okay. I mean, you know. Since you got your degree. That that's what that's what I was thinking hey, I, as I, I was I, watching it. I wonder what I wonder what made him go. Okay, okay, that one can't go. I wonder. I do wonder. Yeah, I do wonder what I made tell him you say what, because Joe. he's he is the definition of a utility player. He is a Damn. jack of all trade and a master of every single fucking one of them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why. No and matter I like, what the I, fuck I mean, you tell Joe to do, he's going to kill it. Yeah, I mean, and, and, uh, and AEW getting him is definitely like, yikes. You know, like, that's it's a, a no yikes. <laughs> it's a no, that's no a man. yikes. That's a fucking yikes. Um, but it's, it's all of it's, all of it's really, the, the releases who they're keeping, like, even Everrise, like, they were finally getting over. Entertaining I've never known, as fuck. I've never known much about Everrise, and they're finally getting over. Or then you fire the writer who played in her own face to no, you know, no shade. Um, she, she played in her own face, but you fire her for like not knowing X, Y, and Z about the product and the culture, and you got a president who doesn't care or know anything about the product or the culture. So it's also kind of like, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what possessed this to get on, baby, to get on a podcast that everyone could hear and say, yeah, I don't know shit about the job I was just hired for. They probably don't want me to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway, and I'm going to drag it and tell you that I don't (laughs) even know what the champion's name is. Is it Bibby Lashley? Bro, what's his name? (laughs) Brad Lashley? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you know what? And it's sad because we needed a black female voice in that damn room. Yeah, we did. We definitely did. And that's the part that sucks. Um, yeah, it was definitely it it was Mary Kay and Ashley. Like, it was definitely carrying. But the thing about it is, is the quiet as it's kept, not quiet. They did that on purpose. They love they hiring people that are not fans of wrestling for a number of reasons. They Because I don't know if they don't want them to be narcs or if they're trying to like hire more industry people outside of that because they want to continue to push the product into the mainstream. So they want people that are going to be, I guess, objective and just write from whatever space. But they're, they're really funny about not doing that. But I guess they also did not want that not known. Here's the big issue with that. Uh, I've seen a lot of chat online where people are like, well, this really doesn't matter because there's a whole group of writers and we don't know who knows what and what they know. We don't know if there's three of her, if she's the only one, if there's like all of them don't know shit about wrestling. Here's why that's not a good argument. You hire someone and I get it. They're hired to write these stories and, and to write backstage skits and all this shit. 
not necessarily know who the wrestlers are. But how the fuck can you properly write a story or mm-hmm. di- dialogue for somebody that you do not know? That is like asking me to come in as a lead writer on the Big Bang Theory. I have not seen a single fucking episode of the Big Bang Theory. How the hell am I supposed to write for the main character when I don't know what the main character is, who he is, his personality, what he would and wouldn't do? How the fuck are you writing for Bobby Lashley if you don't know who Bobby Lashley is? I don't care what kind of a skit or story it is. How do you write for someone and you don't know who they are? This isn't the first wave or regime of this, though. Like, they've historically it's done not. this thing where they've gone to plug people who were not aware of what wrestling is and or was. And, I mean, like, that that even speaks to their hiring of, of Khan to some degree. Like, they, like he's, they're bringing in somebody kind of foreign to this world to make it more of, more like the outside world. Which is weird that this, it continues to be the goal when the outside world is looking to wrestling to be a retreat. So we don't want that's you to how be we like, get promos like suffering fucking suck tash. That's how we get to that. Yeah. That's how we get there. And it's wild because like we come to you for a retreat, not for you to mimic and parallel the outside world to some degree. Right. Now there's, yeah. ways, there's ways to do that, but even in doing that, it's still a retreat into these characters and into the world and ethos that they build. And the biggest thing about I would think writing for wrestling is this huge library of, of and catalog of material that creates the context and the vacuum that that's happening in. You need to understand and know that when you're writing this, that Bobby Lashley is the third black man to have held that title. You need to understand shit like that. Like you, like you need they, to understand that he's an ass kicker. That he's like, yeah. How, how how what's to stop you from? They say, hey, write for our black WWE champion. Okay, and you write a fucking Looney Tunes story. That's not Bobby Lashley. Yeah, it's not at all. Like, no he, matter how general you make the story, the Bobby Lashley has to be a part of it and has to has has to fit into it. You need to know the character for that. Yeah, and not even that. It's not a monolith because the thing about it is, is if you wrote for Kofi Kingston or The Rock or Bobby Lashley, that's three different types of black men. So, like, yeah, you can't that, even, yeah, like, go in you can't even go in there and be like, oh, I'm going to write for a black champion. No, you need to know which black champion you're writing for and what audience yeah, how many to times, where they resonate. How mm. many times have we heard people like Dean Ambrose, Stone Cold, The New Day say and tell stories about getting a script or getting something from creative and them having to say, what? My character would never do this. My character would never say that. Like, no. Like, mm-hmm. it, and it's lucky that certain people get to a point where they can say, I'm not doing that because it makes no sense. My character would never do that. It's it's so stupid. It's so short-sighted and so stupid. And it's just this, like you said, you hit it right on the head. It's this stupid need for them to try to be like everything else, Mm -hmm. but also try not to be like, you can't, you can't, I hate this term, but I can't think of anything else. Have your cake and eat it too. I hate it because right. what the fuck else you're supposed to do with cake but eat it. Um, it's like you can't have it both I think, ways. I think, it, yeah, I, think, I think it implies that you're supposed to have two cakes. That's what I think that implies, but it's kind of weird how it does it. But Hold on. Fuck wrestling. Explain that to me. Because I've always I, hated that fucking term. No, you can't I, have so, your cake so, and eat it too. Right. So I think it, what it's implying is that like, if you eat your cake, then your cake is gone. So you can't eat it and still and still keep it as a whole cake if you eat it. So I think it's implying that you'd have to have two cakes. That cakes. makes sense. 
Yeah, so you can't have your cake and eat it. You got to do one or the other thing. Either you're going to have it, put it in a case like Miss Havisham from fucking but that's British still, Stations. That still begs the question, what the fuck are you supposed to do with a cake? That No, I, I stand by my statement because if you're going to keep no, no, the no, cake, I mean, what are you putting the, the cake on fucking display? What I, the- <laughs> I, listen, somebody did. Somebody does somewhere. This ain't a bakery, but anyway, go ahead. But yeah, that's what makes wrestling so good is that it, it wasn't like anything else that was going on. So it's just so weird that they want to become um, homogenous and, assimil- and assimilate to the you know the entertainment. But what's so crazy is there are things that they should borrow from current entertainment that they don't that would make a better product. But anyways, if there was anybody right now on the roster that I that could say no to the to what they're being given right now, I believe it would be Piper Niven. <laughs> you think she could say no at this point? Is that what you just no, said? I said I, I think if there was anybody that they could say no right now, that would say if they could say no and that would say oh. no right now, it's Piper Niven. But she can't. What, but I, what the fuck is a dual drop? What is a do drop? A dual drop? A dual dual dual? I have no idea. Dow drop? I have no idea. Dow drop. Here's the thing with that. Death drop. This Death drop. This drop. Top, this top, top. story is happening at the wrong time. They start if they held out this long with Eva Marie's return, they should have held out a little bit longer. This story in front of a crowd would be getting do drop over like crazy. Let me tell you what's getting ready to happen with that. And I, and I and I think I told you this already. The minute we get a live crowd, they're about to shant Piper Niven. <laughs> Let's go, Piper. They about to make, she about to be so fucking over because the, yeah. the live the live crowd is not going to allow this do drop shit, and I think that they know that this is on especially purpose. once they get to a, 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 a smart city. Like you can't go into Chicago thinking people are gonna be chanting do drop. Like not even that. Whenever she went to go say my name is, she said she hit the P. Right. She was she was oh, mouthing no. Piper the before yeah. she said she was even mouthing it. She was even mouthing it. Is it? But if this is a Ms. Damian Sandow situation where mm-hmm. oh yeah, totally. Damian Sandow got sickeningly over. That's what's going to happen in front of oh, the yeah. crowd with this. Oh, yeah, that's, right. that's the point of this. Cool. If the point of bringing Eva Marie back was to get another person who can actually wrestle over, then okay, I'm here for it. You know, yeah. I'm here for it. I wasn't even mad when she pinned my girl Oscar because she here with that low splash, and I said, "Well, bitch, Listen, that bitch, well, that yeah, bitch who's you getting with a low splash? And, yeah, and you ain't getting up from that baby. <laughs> you are not getting." I said, "Well, goddamn, <laughs> sorry, Oscar baby, <laughs> lay down." Who's who's getting up? You know what I'm like, saying? Like this, when the crowds return, it's going to be like rude awakenings everywhere because we were just talking about who the crowd's going to cheer for between mm-hmm. Rhea and Charlotte. When we get these live crowds and these crowds start pipingly hot, popping for Charlotte because of all her theatrics and her foolishness, <laughs> they're going to gag. Especially I mean, I since you have Rhea not placed as a certified face. Right. Not even that, though. Back to Piper. Quietly has just beat two former champions. I mean, sickening. Naomi and Oscar watched them both. Like, I'm kind of living for that. And not even that. I'm waiting for uh, for Piper to run up and own up on Naya. (laughs) Give me Naya and Niven. I need it. (laughs) Not Naya and Niven. I need it. I needed two ends. Alliteration. I need Naya and Niven, baby. Let them them hoes run the fuck up. And they kept them apart up until now. I love it. Let that, I need that, baby. That's gonna be a, a fucking tractor trailer crash. I'm excited for that shit. 
But um, I don't know. That, that can either be really good or really bad, y'all. These tractor trailer crashes with these big people in wrestling, and that means that means yeah, weight, that true. means height. You know, Kane and Big Show looks amazing on paper, but once it, you put uh, them yeah. in the ring together, guys, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's yeah. Are you, you want to know what I get the gag of it? This is right now, baby. We have set up here for fifty-five minutes today and discuss Raw in a positive light. What the fuck is happening? Well, you know, there, there's some Raw has been all right in it the past. Been past month. It has been, it's yeah. Been like our rated RK bro, rated RK bro is hitting <laughs> uh, MVP and Kofi has been killing the back and forths and. Xavier is showing out. They let that man and, get in that ring in the solo match and showed the fuck out. You pause it for a split second. I didn't expect, I thought there was going to be another run-of-the-mill program with New Day and and Bobby. I didn't expect this mm-hmm. to start having wrinkles this early and for me to enjoy this already. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. Because they're leaning on real history. Yeah. They're, they're, they're leaning on facts. Yeah. Then This isn't a story that had to be put together it's just there and it's like okay well mm-hmm. what the fuck actually happened love like it. just let's run with what actually happened perfect love right love it and you just have all this good shit and i'm sorry johnny drip drip is giving me my life too and i'm not even a big john morrison fan but he's a goddamn fool this johnny drip drip stuff uh-huh. with his fucking own Version of arrogance, I, I give me my life. Miz, the Miz in this wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He said, I ain't going no, I'm locking in. I ain't moving. I ain't moving. I'm in a wheelchair. What you gonna do? Uh, Miz and this, when that man when that man shot Randy Orton directly in his face, I was in here <laughs> screaming. Like, I mean, direct shot. And like I <laughs> like how Randy holds back laughter in these moments is just he's a king. That is a black king because I don't understand how Randy, how Randy Orton keeps his composure around Riddle or dealing with Dumpsu. Like I just, I would be, I would not be able to not keep. Like, sorry, yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, that's a good program. Um, Alexa and Nikki kind of being in a, uh, in this on the same page or in the same book. Um, Shayna Baszler taking too many losses, but I get why because she spooked. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Raw's been Raw's been decent. The Queen is back. Ratings are up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's been, been hitting. The last three weeks has definitely been like a tick in the right direction. Um, get Bobby out of. I mean, I get uh, get Drew out of that main event scene. Um, Sheamus in this uh, Dash and Cody Rhodes mask is a cackle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Raw's been decent. I, I can't knock that. Um, now let's spend this last ten minutes talking about SmackDown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause wow, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Where my keys at? Let's talk about SmackDown. <laughs> Let's talk about it, baby. SmackDown. <laughs> Like I said, we're going to call this smack up because it's up and it's stuck. Like, I just don't yeah. understand. Like, it's good. It's, listen, it, it used to give ain't nobody come to see you, Raw. Um, You know, <laughs> but Raw's been hitting. But SmackDown is like, okay, you trying to hit? Well, let me tick up a little bit. Like, let me tick up a little bit more than since you're playing. So she, 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 she like, where yeah. is, where is, where is Jay Uso? 
Like, like, what's going on with that? Um, I guess there is no other women to get back in this. Like, I, Bianca has to keep fighting Billy because there are no women on uh, <laughs> SmackDown. None. Um, that, that has to keep happening. Um, whatever Liv and Carmella have going on, yeah, enjoying it. When Carmella a couple weeks ago, when like Liv rolled down and she rolled up Liv's back into the code of silence, yeah, mm-hmm. more of that. Give it to me. Um, that's been amazing. Um, I don't like that the, that the women's champions who are from SmackDown are not on SmackDown, but whatever. Uh, there, are, there are no teams on SmackDown. So there I get are it. no teams. There. there are no teams. Yeah, I get it. It's, it. They're void of competition. So I get that. Um, what else? Who else do we have? I think that's all we have on, in terms of the women. Um, I'm enjoying that. Uh, I'm starting to. I'm really starting to kind of enjoy. I, I'm not crazy about Commander Aziz. They should have just left his name Davocado, like Commander Davocado, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy and KO just managed to somehow continue to keep me enthralled in whatever the fuck they have going on. Um, I like this. Cesaro is still in the picture with Seth. I, it's just a lot of good. It's just consistency on SmackDown. That's what it is on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's consistency. And Edge and Roman are about to have a sickening main event Baby. at Money in the Bank. Mama Edge came a... out and said, "On this day, I see clearly." <laughs> see what happened is we pissed them off with that first round loss, and he said, "Oh, y'all playing in my face." Okay, that's but what happened. Yeah. So y'all can thank yeah. us for Edge's return. There you go. A fueled return. He came back and mm-hmm. let Mama know a couple of things. Um, and went to work. And I mean, and went to work on Jimmy and, and on James. And, and Roman let it happen. Um, more of that. So we'll see how he responds to that as opposed to how Jay responds to that. But Jay is definitely MIA. Um, I don't think we had, do we not have another Money in the Bank qualifier last week on SmackDown? I don't think we did. Um, yeah, we didn't. SmackDown, right? Let's begin. No, but just him. Like, uh, whereas Raw has like four people in right now. Right. We've only had one qualifier on that side, so that's interesting. I wonder what the weight is on. I, I half expect uh, King Nakanaka to get in there. Well, yeah, he's having a little moment. Um, mm-hmm. I, just, I don't trust um, his guitarist. Something about him, I don't trust. <laughs> well, what they're basically doing is finally letting him run his New Japan gimmick. That's exactly what this is. He is he is turning into New Japan Nakamura. Now, hopefully, that translates into an actual push in in ring Nakamura because they they ain't let this man show up and show out for a long time, a long yeah. time periodically. But yeah, this crown and this King Nakamura shit that's that's a hundred percent New Japan Naka. And if that's what I'm getting, feed me. Um, well, so what about um? You said uh they did something today. They licensed uh, what was it? Happy Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. I don't know what the fuck that is about, but they trademarked Happy Corbin. I don't even want to know. I don't. I really don't want to know. Yeah, keep me away from that. Um, this is like got, when they trademarked Shorty G, and we were like, oh god. Uh, yeah, we knew where that oh, was fucking god. going. <laughs> right, I'm, and I'm glad that's gone. Let's also start. Uh, oh, speaking of, where are the tag, the tag team champions? Oh, they got beat. They got beat to death. Never mind. That's why they right there. <laughs> Roman beat them up. <laughs> oh, I, I, it took me a second to even remember who the fuck the tag champs were. Just now, there's that as well. Um, yeah, and I um. The tag team scene is okay. I'm not mad with Alpha Academy against the Street Profits. I'm not mad at that at the moment. I might just have some heat there. Um, the circle back. 
You said you had some commentary on Keith Lee. I yeah. Okay. So, talk to me. Um, talk to me now. Nice. This, this is <laughs> this is regarding NXT. Um, we've had for the past few weeks this charging battery. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. we're if we are to look at the trajectory of the charge and how much it charges every week, specifically tonight, we're at eighty one percent. Next week is the Great American Bash. I assume it's going to get to one hundred percent next week. Mm. I have two two guesses as to who the charging battery is. Obviously, Keith Lee, and the other is mm. Tegan Knox. Mm. I is feel like it's ready? either Keith Lee or Tegan. It, it has to be at this. It's been a year. Yes, his would have to be bionic at this point. Them knees got to be like. Yeah. <laughs> But goddamn, uh, hopefully she called Tamina. Hopefully she called Tamina and Naya and said, "Bitch, where did you go?" Well, not where Tamina went, but um, now because when Tamina came back, well, yeah, she was cutting up on them knees. Now I just hate the way they've been in, but um, (laughs) (laughs) but they work is the point, and that and that's the point. Um. If Tegan comes back, God damn, that roster is just ridiculous at this point. Yeah, she. I mean, she's got to come back. Like, she, she's got two ready-made is, stories. That women's roster is just God almighty. Like, they just had a triple threat number one contenders tag match for the tag titles. Like, and still had team, plenty of teams left over. God that is me. how you run a woman. That is why Triple H said, fuck this shit. I'm going to create my own women's tag titles. I don't have time for this Raw SmackDown bullshit. With they three and four teams. Three tag teams fought for the number one contender spot. And, and there are several I tag I teams left. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, they cut up, baby. They cut up. They opened the show and said, follow that. I can't wait to watch it. They I cut need, the fuck uh, up. Oh, what do I need? I need, like I said, I need Triple H to call that NXT, the NXT Women's World Championship. I need it now. I need it. I need it in my life. Make it happen. Make it a thing for me. Make it for happen. Me. For me. For me. Yeah, they they, they, could, they have so many tag teams over there. But here's the thing. They have all these women, but they all are doing something. They all, they, like, they're mm-hmm. all doing something. Mm-hmm. Even the um, Robert mm-hmm. Stone brand girls are mm-hmm. involved in something. Mm-hmm. I can't even recall their names right now. No shade at all. But the point is they are involved in something, and they, like, I know they exist. Aaliyah and uh, Kameo. Kame- there you go. Jesse Kameo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesse Kameo and Aaliyah. And yes, Aaliyah. Like, they have this thing where it looks like uh, what's what's baby sis name? Uh, Frankie Monet is trying She's to like sweet talk yeah. them away from Robert Stone. Mm-hmm. Like I they have it. her own little section going on over there. Yes, love it. I like, love it. All these women and they all have something to do. And again, we had six women in the number one contenders match, three tag teams, and still plenty of tag teams left over that weren't even in the match. Yeah, like. Come on, yeah. Come on, and, and uh, they just—they they manage a large roster Almost and they manage it, it well. Oh, Almost see, spoiled I'm, something because I'm glad you, I'm I glad have you thoughts on where. Yeah, <laughs> I have thoughts on where everything is going, but I'll I'll save it um, for next week. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the roster yes. right now. And I'm going to watch it tonight once we get off. I'm, I'm looking at the rosters right now. And, yeah, even once you add Piper and even Marie, um, yeah, I just, yeah, NXT is just that girl. Just that they got to so, send some people to SmackDown like ASAP, though. But, yeah. My, 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 my question before we wrap up, mm-hmm. what – what gags are the live crowds gonna give us? And I mean that as in who do you who do you think they like think they're gonna cheer, but no, nah, they're gonna boo that nigga or that chick. And who do you think they expect them to boo, but they're gonna be like, nope, we love this. Um, let's see here. Um, let me start with who I expect to be wildly over. Not wildly, mm-hmm. but but over. I definitely Charlotte is just Charlotte. Um, I can definitely see Rhea getting booed to shit. Um, yeah, she's definitely gonna get booed. Yeah, Oscar's Oscar's lovable. Uh, Shayna and Naya may kind of fall in a weird space. Um, Alexa may uh, uh, Alexa's getting cheered. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gonna, too entertaining. Yeah, I was going to say, is it only popping for us? But I think Alexa definitely will get cheered. Even Marie's gonna get booed out the fucking building. Mm-hmm. Um, and cricket drop's gonna get cheered. Yeah, Piper Niven. Uh, Naomi. Mm-hmm. Naomi's gonna get some love because Naomi's Naomi, mm-hmm. and people love Naomi. Right. Um, let me see who else I think is going to. Here's a shocker that, that I think people are gonna be surprised at. Drew might. Get I think. Booed. No, Drew might get booed. Drew, Drew very much might get booed. Drew might get but booed. But I think I don't. They're not gonna expect this cheer. I think Bailey's going to be cheered because oh, totally. she's hilarious. She's fucking hilarious. I think she's Seth too may, entertaining. I think, I, think, I think Seth may get cheered. Seth, Seth might, might get, get cheered. cheered. Seth might get Off cheered. Two game alone. He's fucking hilarious. Um, they're just two. They're two. They're characters. Um, and they're zany and they're funny. Sami Zayn might get cheered. Yeah, yeah. Bailey's laugh is what's gonna get her over. Like the 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 hump of whether to boo a chair. Her laugh is just like how how are you gonna boo that? Like yeah. I just want you to laugh. I'm it's gonna cheer you because I want you to laugh. Stanway Carey and Cross kind of got flat when, when we get, they get the live crowd back. They were like, who? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're going to wrap that ass up. They're going to wrap it. I tweeted today. I tweeted today during NXT the fact that every opponent of his now has a talking point of dragging his in-ring work lets you know all you need to know. That means somebody back there also sees it. Oh yeah, and they're because all Johnny shaded the fuck out of him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny has been Adam. Him. Oh yeah, Adam called a few weeks ago. Eviscerated him, him for filth. Up one wall, down the other, and into a box, into red box. As a matter of fact, he yeah. gave red box return. <laughs> that, <Blockbuster>. Yes, <laughs> like it, uh, no, no. Marcus the fact that that's well. a talking point. Let yeah. you know that we are right. Somebody back there notices it too. But here's the fucked up part about it. God damn it, that man didn't look great tonight in regular. Like he was dressing all black and a, like a muscle shirt and he was going around doing it. And I'm like, God damn, he looks like a fucking superstar. He looks great, man. Yeah. If he could just wrestle very little, <laughs> it'd it be awesome. More than that. It takes more than that, though. That's the fuck. Yeah. It does. Uh, it takes more, but he looked fucking amazing tonight. Yeah, that's what they're banking on, and that's why it's not bankable at all. Yeah. 
And NXT and, has um, the breakout star tournament coming up starting in two weeks again, um, oh, which is oh, going to be great. I, oh, what's the breakout star? Damn, because it has to be somebody yeah. new, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to, you know, like they did last time with the Cameron Grimes, and that's how we got mm-hmm. introduced to Swerve and blah, blah, blah. I was going to say um, Swerve should win it, but yeah, he's already done it. So, yeah. No, he, yeah, he, he's already a breakout star. Um, it's going to be people like um, Christian Casanova, who, what are they calling Ooh. him now? Carmelo Hayes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be people like that, and, mm-hmm. and that's my choice to win. Hold on, I, I hold think on for it's a second. Let's, 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 let's stay there for a second. Let's just stay right there. You, you, you want to marinate? All right. There we go. I'm good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have nothing else. I have nothing left. I have nothing else. I'm good. I want to have nothing left. That's where I yeah. That's, I that, yeah. That's the goal. That is the well, goal. Well, you wanted us to come back, and here we are. Coming back. Take us as we are. <laughs> Take us as we are. Well, well, if you need to find us outside of that and outside of this, then you can. Go to Twitter and at the cash shit with the underscore for the eye. Otherwise, it's reverse underscore real and Roberts underscore rules on the Twitters. And as always, you can send me all the salacious DMs you want. Wow. Um, and I just would like to say. Okay. Wow. That, that people have <laughs> taken that seriously. <laughs> and that's what your whole ass get. <laughs> that's exactly what you get. I will not block you. I will not report you. Keep them coming. <laughs> oh, wow. And they say you do. So on that note, <laughs> this is the Cash Shit Podcast. <laughs>